Hello, and... Welcome back, everybody. You see, we had a problem before, but I think we fixed it now. We're going to try again, so, um, okay, yeah, let's try again. So here we go, everybody. This is round three, by the way, folks. Okay. I mean, uh, and, and I don't know if this has anything to do with the topic, gentlemen, but it's crazy, but... I'm your host, Eddie Hill. I'd also like to welcome other hosts, Rick Warren and James Toops. We appreciate you guys being on here for the third time. And next to me, awesome. who gave you the welcome back, is our very special guest, Gabriela Diaz. Gabriela, it's great to have you on the show. Rick, it's great to have you on the show. And uh, James, always a pleasure, along with your better half sitting next to you. We appreciate that, Danielle, that you're here with us. Whoop, whoop. And I really Absolutely. Thank you for having me. So we are looking forward to some great stories once again. And uh, so we're going to try and do this. Apparently, uh, we've been having some issues with the Internet, and we've never had them this bad, have we, Rick? Never. Like I was telling James a while ago, I said, this. as long as we've been doing this, this is the first time I've ever seen this happen. I mean, it's, it's really bad tonight. And... I can't say if it's because of our topic or what, but if you all haven't seen what our topic is, please check it out. It's uh, going to be an interesting show. And by the way, if you hear any weird moaning sounds in the background, it is Holly, my dog, my little monkey, scratching her back on the chair, <laughs> making all these uh, moaning noises. So She's pretty cute. I wish you guys can see her. Oh, they've seen her. Oh, yeah. You've seen her. Um, for some reason, I don't know why we've been having these glitches in our show, but I hope this this is the last time that it will happen. I, I You know what? I hope so, too, Gabs. This is just crazy. So, anyway, I went ahead and took control of my own Internet and put it on a hot spot on my phone. So, it's going to be uh, kind of a not quite as good as I normally have, but better than what we've had tonight, I hope. At least, uh, I'm really hoping. So, gentlemen, should we uh, continue so with uh, Gabriella's topic? And then we'll uh, get into ours in just a little bit. Definitely. Yes. Third time's a charm. Let's do it. Third time's a charm. Gabby, the floor is yours once again. So, let's see uh, what you got to tell us. Well, there's um, a few. Well, there's about like. Well, let's start at the beginning, uh, uh, you know, with, uh, with the UFO. Oh, yeah, about the UFO. All right, guys, this is the third time I'm going to do this. I hope this is the last time because I'm really getting tired of these glitches over here. So, um, here we go. We can feel your frustration. Yes. So, here again. About three years ago, when I was four years old on the Fulton Street on our old house, me and my dad, once again, on the porch, looking up into the night sky. We saw this light. It was a bright blue color, Real, like the light as course. Of course, the light is blue, so that's how the color was of the light. You're kind of looking up at my uh, blue light up in the ceiling. So Was it like that? Yeah, it was like that. So my dad was like, "Look, Gabriella," and I was, and then I was like, and then, and then I was like, "Daddy, what is that?" And it was like, "I don't know." Then it was like, like blue pyramid, like the shape of the Egypt pyramids. Kind of like a triangle. 
So, like, the pyramid was really, really, like, small, and it was blue. It was, like, like right there. It's just standing right there, guys. So, I showed my mom, and I was like, Mommy. And then she was like, what? Then I showed her, and she was like, oh, my God. And then, <laughs> and then before then, it was, like, right there. And then when I came back out, it was just gone. It was, like, right there, then... Off and into it, the night sky. And, and this thing took off really fast. It was like, what, staying still and then it took off? Yeah, it took, left, took off like really, really fast. Like by then when I went inside and it came back, yeah, it was just gone. Wow. And, and how fast did it take off? Like, you know, like um, um, a race car, mm-hmm. a race car. That's how fast it went. So it was standing still and then just shot off real quick. Yeah, just shot off. Wow. See, so I think she saw one of the triangles. Whoa. You know? That's what it sounds like. Did it make any noise? Well, it was like... It was like a siren noise, like a like a tornado noise, but louder. Like almost the whole neighborhood could hear it. Wow. And then you had a ghost story that you were telling me oh, about. Oh, yes, the ghost story will be included in five. Four, three, <laughs> two, one. So, me and my mom want to go eat somewhere. And we decided to go to the steakhouse. So, we went there and we got off the car and went inside. We sat down at the table and the lady, this lady, like a strange lady, come out with her hair like this and a big ponytail. You know how those ladies at the... Like a bun? Yeah, bun, because, you know, she was going to serve us, and she didn't want to get her hair dirty. So she left us left us off with a warning. She said, excuse me, folks, um, this steakhouse is very haunted. I just wanted to warn you because there's been a lot of paranormal activity going on here, and, you know, there's just it's just really haunted. I just wanted to live you off with the warning. And I, then, I, I, Gabby, I think I've have, have we heard this story before, fellas? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I haven't heard this. We're making a funny because you know this is the third time you've had to tell it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> poor like, baby, she's doing a good job though. She is. Like, yeah, she like, is. Um. So after that, there was this lady. Uh, like a lady, her she had like blood dripping down her eyes, like hard, hard. I don't like, mean like soft. Were they like tears? Like tears of blood, like hard crying, like hard blood tears coming down, and her her head just like out of nowhere, her head went like this, like turned around. Her body was not even moving, just her head, like her 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 head turned. Around all the way. Kind of like an L. Yeah, I am not kidding. So after that, I was like, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. And she was like, what? And then I told her about the lady, and then we was like, Oh, my God, Gabriella, we need to leave right now. That lady was right. So then we left, and she said, We're never going to go back to a haunted steakhouse again. Wow, that's crazy. And did you have any other uh, encounters with uh, spirits or ghosts? There's actually one more that I had on my newest house. It's my grandma's house. She's she's at my grandma's. My grandma is actually here. How old is she again? Hmm? How old is she? She's eighty. 
My grandma, she's 80 years old, and she's here at this house right now in Floresville. She's here, and I think she's asleep right now. Oh, yeah, she's asleep. <laughs> so she, her name is um, Mrs. Rodriguez, and she's um, asleep right now. I just wanted to include her on this because she has... She, she's very sick, and I'm just hoping that she gets better. So, about, like, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, I was at my grandma's house. Me and my mom were sitting down watching a scary movie. It was called Trick or Treat. I think you guys have seen that movie. It was like a trick or treat. Like this boy, like a little boy. He was like a demon. I don't think he was a human. I think I think you guys have heard it. If you if you've heard it, just um leave a comment on there about the movie. You know. So um let's get started with the story. Okay, let's get so, started. As well, we we have been sitting down on the couch, and we were um watching a movie called Trick or Treat. So I was there, and I was watching the movie, and I was like, banging on the wall like really hard, and I was like, I was like that, I was like that, and then the there was just something like, like something like that. I was I was like hard banging on the on the table or wherever it was coming from, but I decided. To Did it sound like it was coming from all around you? Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like there were like stuff in my head, but unfortunately, I don't think there was. So I went and to the bathroom. I checked the whole house, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the whole house because it's gonna well, well my my grandma's house is very big, so I'm not gonna I'm gonna um skip that part, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to the part about the ghost. So there was like this ghost little girl. She was like staring at me, like staring at me. And then she was like this. Just giving you some like a She was like that. Like giving you the eye and waving. Mhm. She's she didn't even know how to wave. She was like this. Well, so kind of like limp wristed kind of half wave, half knot. Yes. <laughs> so, where was I again? Oh yeah, I was where about the bath. Well, I was skipping that part about the house. So I went upstairs to my room, and my room was all pink, like all pink. And I went inside my room, and there it was. It was coming from my room. It was coming from my room. Like, and what did you see? My grandma's house was not even haunted. Well, I saw like this little girl. She was like this. And what did you do when you saw her? I was like. So you. you I was like, Mommy! So you kind of freaked out for a little I was like, bit. Mommy! And then she was like. She was like running upstairs like that. She was like running upstairs like super fast. And she was like, Gabriella, what's wrong? And she thought that I was her or something. I was like, Mommy! There was a, there was a girl. And she's like, What girl? Grandma's house is not even haunted. Now she's like. Gabriella, what's going on? And she said, there was a, there's actually a girl. And she took my hand like this, and she was like, we were like running downstairs. And she called the police, and she was like, hello, officer, we got a, 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 a girl 
a ghost girl in my daughter's room. Can you please come? I'm very, very scared. Wow, that sounds creepy. I know. It's like so bad. It does. It sounds creepy. Everybody, this is Gabriella Diaz. She's my niece. She's eight years old. And she wanted to tell us some of her ghost stories and UFO encounters. Gabriella, thank you so much for being on the show. And we actually made it through without you having to repeat it for the fourth time. Okay, everybody. Um, I <laughs> the think fourth this time. is the adult, adult talk time. So I'm going to um, leave you guys and I'm going to step out. All right. Bye bye. Gabriella, Gabrielle. Thank you. Good job, Gabriella. Good job. Good job, good baby. Job. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> good job, Gabs. All right. So. Gabby so did a phenomenal job talking about her hauntings and her UFOs. And uh, this was her first time on radio and live broadcast, which uh, I think she did pretty good. Not camera shy or microphone shy good, one man. bit, huh? And she's him. <laughs> she's good. Eight years old. Eight years old. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, she's good. Yeah. I think I she's going to be having a, a time on radio. <laughs> I just <laughs> Rick said I was playing in mud when I was eight years old, you know, writing stuff on cave walls. <laughs> oh yeah, mud pies were the best, man. You Absolutely. Bet. Okay, so back into the adult talk. In and on like to the though. regular <laughs> topic which we were actually discussing today. Rick, I'm gonna let you bring this in because this was all your idea. And uh probably the reason why we're having such bad internet problem tonight and having to redo this thing so much. I, <laughs> no I was doubt. wondering that myself. I really was when everything started. No doubt. Up. But uh, our topic tonight, um, starting out as, as cults and what they are and uh, who they are and why they are and everything else like that. I called James and I called Eddie earlier this week and I was going through my topic story and I come upon this one topic that just blew my mind. Here in bold print and in full color was an ad for the Satanic Temple in San Antonio, Texas. And they are offering senior high school students scholarships at the amount of $6,660. Wow. Now this this is coming into this is coming in uh, live and real all across America now. There I started doing some studying on this temple. And I contacted one of the gentlemen down there and um, he said, yeah, come on by. He said, we'd be free. We'd be glad to talk with you. And, uh, and he wanted to know if I was wanted, to, uh, if I was going to, you know, was in school and all this other good stuff. And I told him no, but be that as it may, it just flabbergasts me that this is so prevalent in this time and age, because I never thought everything like that when I was growing up was taboo. I mean, you didn't talk about it. You didn't. It was a whispered conversation with the adults, even if it was brought up. And um, I have, you know, I have, um, I don't know what to say, you know, except that I hope that we can get some, um, you know, feedback on this and see exactly where we can go and what we want to do with this subject. What do you think about that, James? I mean, it's this it's <laughs> something everybody's uh, I would say uh, scared of, um, but it's something that 
raises questions and um, it'd be a great topic and a great um, interaction. You know, uh, you just have to go and protect it and, and totally non-biased. Um, you, you can't go into a place like that and, and with your beliefs that are so strong and, and ultimately condemn somebody else's rights. So you'd have to go with an open mind, um, but also protected, you know, um, but it is something that's, that's taboo. It, it's very awkward. Like people don't like to talk about this kind of stuff. You know, it's really awkward. And I think it would make for great content. Um, you know, it, it's better for sit on the couch and watch this stuff on TV versus go out and do this themselves. Right. And experience it firsthand, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like and all fail, fail video, <laughs> you, know. you know, I think it'd be real interesting. It's gonna be uh, those James. Situations. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's going to be one of those situations where it's really going to be hard to be unbiased, especially being brought up in a Christian, well, in our case, Catholic mm-hmm. you know, homes or even Christian homes, and to step into something that's completely out of the normal and not, I mean, it's heard of, but it's not heard of like any kind of Christianity or anything like that you know it's something completely unknown you know being brought up catholic it's something that you kind of even though you're taught not to judge you're you know it's something that's looked on and trying to go in completely unbiased it's going to be absolutely hard to do but the thing is it's, it's completely unknown but it's also completely taboo it's not something would reach out and want to know right it's something in the back of your mind that you know is there right um man you know these these people are out here but let me think about something else you don't really think about that right and then once it's presented to you in your face you're kind of like shit here it is so now you know and uh i think it's a it's something to talk about it's a good subject you know i think it's a great subject to talk about you know and it's uh you got to remember, I'm like you guys. I come from a Catholic background, Catholic family. But at the same time, I mean, we have to understand that this is not something out of the ordinary considering all the crazy stuff that's going on nowadays. This is actually exactly. probably one of the most sane parts. <laughs> and I, I have, you know, it, it's really strange saying that, but this is one of the, the, the you know, the most sane things that's taking place considering everything else that's going on nowadays. Um, I think it'd be a great idea if we can somehow secure a date and time to get out there and, and go do an interview and talk to them about their scholarships and what they're offering and more or less learn a little bit about what they do there more than anything else. And we will have to keep an open mind. We can't let any prejudice or anything like that of this type of topic uh, get in the way of what we're actually trying to accomplish. And, you know, and not only that, but I mean, these are their beliefs. You know, we have to respect it no matter what we may think of it personally. Um, you don't just become Absolutely. an atheist just because you don't just become a Christian just because you don't just become a Catholic just because a Protestant Baptist Muslim or whatever else, you know, these are things mm-hmm. that, you know, people, you know, truly believe in, have faith in, and we need to keep that in mind when we're interviewing and we're talking to these people because 
this is not for us to judge. This is for them to give us the information so that, you know, whatever they want to talk about, whatever they'd like to spread as far as uh, their church, uh, their belief system, the, uh, uh, you know, the scholarships and whatnot, you know, and we can take that information and put it on the show and get it out. There may be people out there who are interested in this and may want that scholarship. You never know. And if it helps them get an education and learn, why not? What I did learn. Guys, so be it. That's right. What what I did learn about this, you guys, is the fact that they under, are under. This is a very, very well-oiled machine, so to speak. They are in 21 different locations throughout the United States, and they are abroad, too. They, they're in Australia. They're in England. They're all over the place. You know, so it it doesn't it doesn't take too much of a stretch of the mind to realize that these people are very organized. Um, I noticed I I put down cult tonight as part of a subject. We could look at this as a cult because we're looking at. It says the definition of a cult is a system of religious veneration and and devotion directed toward a particular figure or object. Well, that could and be that could actually be. Uh, Christianity, Catholicism, you know, Buddhism, uh, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Now we do. So they're, we they're do registered as a religion, on. though. And that's Travis, the thing. So religion and a cult is two different things. Yeah. Now we do have Travis so have Smith on real quick, James. And uh, Travis, uh, welcome to the show, man. I'm glad you made it on. He says, uh, you guys are coming in great in Dallas, Texas, Mr. Eddie, Mr. Rick, and Mr. James, and your beautiful lady beside you, sir. Eddie, your niece was good, too. <laughs> Love y'all's topic. God bless all of you, y'all. And, hey, Travis, man, we appreciate it, and we love it that you're on the show. We love it that you jump in here and make comments. Thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it so much. Uh, all we ask is if you could just share it out to your pages, and just, uh, you know, that way we can be known even more. Uh the more the merrier and the more people in the conversation and in the chat room, the better. So if you don't mind, share it out to your page, share it out to your friends' pages. Um, you know, just get us out there so that we can have more people on and we can all have a great conversation and listen to different, uh, uh, different thoughts on different subjects. I mean, it's always great. We're always, uh, open-minded and ready to learn. So we, we appreciate you being here with us, sir. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, you know, so any type of religious, deal like buddhism or what have you could all be a cult if you want to get technical with that correct rick that is true yes Mm -hmm. yes i also found it interesting that this organization the satanic temple is under the hospice of what's called a 501 c3 meaning that they do not pay taxes they are treated just like any other religious organization and uh, act upon uh, such things as donations and everything else, just like a regular church. Uh, the, the people that I talked to, when I talked to them, it wasn't something flippant. It wasn't something, um, they were serious. They wanted to know where I was from, what I was interested in. Um, we're glad that you're here with us. We, we, if you wanna come by and visit the temple, you're welcome almost at any time. And it's just like any other church, only it, 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 like James was talking about and what you said, Eddie, it is a taboo subject. And, and um, 
it's something that we have to look at because it is in our face right now as far as being real and something we have to look at as far as uh, what's happening to our young people and where we can go with this as far as it being a, re- a religious aspect. I agree. And so, uh, you never know if we'll learn something new. Me and, uh, me and Rick had talked <clears throat> me and Rick talked earlier about this. Um, I think they're past the point of a cult. So a cult is your Branch Davidian type people, you know, that wacko right. and Waco. Um, that's a cult, mm-hmm. right? You got you got a, a solidified of people, you know, whether it's 100, 200 people in a in a localized location, right? So that's a cult. When you have this, this, this is a deal. These people are serious and they're branched out and they're all over the place. They're nationwide. Um, they're pretty much worldwide. Um, it is as religion and you know these folks don't pay taxes just like you know catholic church and stuff like that so in any drive and any, anything they do and any profit they see from it they don't they don't pay taxes on this stuff anything they purchase they won't see taxes off of it so they are a solidified religion um that being said um to really question so when you go up to do an interview like with these folks uh you have to approach it just like you would going into a baptist church just like you would going into a catholic establishment anything like that because you cannot discriminate against these folks because it's their belief and it's their thing absolutely regardless of what their beliefs are Mm -hmm. right and but you ought to be wary of what you're stepping into because you know us being paranormal investigators and doing this type of stuff, um, the, the one thing that we're always in the back of our mind um, during an investigation, we always think it. Nobody says it. Well, I'll say it. Um, we always think, you know, something evil happened. I catch it on tape. It'd be pretty cool. You know. Well, this we are stepping into the realm of evil. You know and. We get in there and we're like, man, if something flies across the room and makes a dirty noise with it, you know, and it'd be kind of cool to catch it on tape. But we are stepping into the realm of evil and it's something to uh, contend with. It's something to, to put your mind frame into. Um, these folks are serious about what they do. Uh, they are. I've done the research on, on the groups out here. There is one in San Antonio. There's one out here in, in Houston. Um, they don't. They don't post this of their, you know, locations and stuff like that. And I understand why, because probably they don't want, you know, haters and people coming in and firebombing their place. I, I get it, but you know, they're, they're kind of secretive and they're, you know, they're about what they do and they're serious about it. Is this, this is no bulls is no joke. These people are serious about what they do. Um, and are they helping out the community? Mm, according to, to the website, yeah um, they actually have a drive coming up it's called menstruation for satan and uh i saw that yesterday and it's uh it's they're giving um they're donating um you know feminine products tampons shit like that you know pads things like that so they're don't unused of course they're donating these things um, out to the community. So they do have some kind of a grasp on the, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're reaching out and trying to get involved with the community. And I get that. And, but what is the intent? 
what is the secrecy by stuff and it kind of it, it, it to me it kind of has the same amount of uh curiosity as the uh the masons you know i was yeah. as curious yeah. as the masons as i am of this because you know i have friends in the masons and we don't discuss out of respect i, I won't go what's the secret you know well, but I have the same, you know, curiosity of the Masons as I do of this. So, and that's one from one spectrum to the other. In a 501c3 organization, they have to do some kind of good or some kind of, they have to contribute something to, um, to the to, area. To the community. To the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they're oh, able to... Buy it as a 501c3 and be able to have their tax deductions and be tax free as they are. So I think God admits pretty smart. The real takeaway of all this right here would be to go out, get a feel for these folks, interview them, and then get them to come on this show and then put their point out in front of everybody else to see what they're all about in person on this show. I think that would be. I think it'd be awesome. And I also think it'd be awesome, uh, James, if we took uh, some camera equipment, we went over there and we did a a complete recording while we're there. Uh, Maybe take a walkthrough. Yep. um, Look around and, and then, and then post it on here. And I think that would, I think that would uh, shed a little light onto what's going on. And you never know, we might be able to get in on some of their uh, other dealings where we could uh, get in and film and uh, kind of show what they're all about. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's the same with uh, like if you're dealing with voodoo, you know, and uh, and that mm-hmm. kind of a deal and jumping into that mm-hmm. realm. And you have to go in with a open mind without any prejudice toward it and, you know, talk to them about what it is that they do and, and, tr- and you know, and be genuine. You know, we're not going to embellish or uh, up talk it or down talk it. You know, we're just going to, you know, this is what happened. This is what we saw. This is what, what they told us. And, you know, and you can see for yourself, here's a video, here's audio on everything that took place. I think that would be pretty cool. Guys, here's what, uh, so from what, this is what he sent me, uh, back as far as what, what they call the seven tenets of the satanic temple. And I read these and, um, it's just like joining You, you think you're signing up for the PTA. Well, Let's uh, exactly. let's 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 Tenet come back on that real says, quick, Rick. Should, Let, let's come back on that. Let's go ahead and take a, a quick. Let's take a quick little break, real fast, because uh, I need to okay. have that little uh, intermittence in there for uh, uh, podcast type stuff, and uh, we'll be right back, folks. And uh, stand by. Uh, we're gonna play awesome. a little tune for you. Yeah, I don't even see my hand 
everybody i'm your host eddie hill along with my other host rick warren and james toops who is not at his desk so <laughs> <laughs> sorry to uh uh cut you off there rick i i had to get this out there on the halftime but uh yeah man uh continue on with what you were saying on uh on the application i um like I said, I was looking at a lot of things that was going on as far as what they subscribe to and everything. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of what was sent to me as um, part of the uh, essay, so to speak, as far as uh, them speaking. It says the organization participation in a public affairs has manifested itself in said several public political actions and efforts at lobbying with a focus on the separation of church and state and using satire against Christian privileges. It goes on to say that they, uh, because the group regards the involve, whatever that word is, the body is a key doctrine, they are against anything that might have an infringement on the rights of Satanists to practice their religion. And like I said, this is a very well-oiled machine as far as, I mean, they have the, the attorneys, they have the legalistic jargon, they have everything. They have the mission statement and everything else like that. And and like I said, it, it's like you are actually volunteering for the PTA to go in and talk to these people. It says the mission of the the mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. Wow. So what does that sound like to you guys? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, I, I mean it is very sorry. the semantics on that is is beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, it, it sounds like they had an attorney write all that up, of course. But I mean, it, it's, I mean, it sounds political. It it's very well written, and uh, there mm-hmm. you can tell right away that they're basically covering their their bases when they're whoever wrote it, you know, making sure everything was covered in there, which is what any business would do. Exactly. Yeah. They have seven tenants that they sent me and uh, I'm sure you could probably go on the site and pick them up yourself, but I found it very interesting that there are seven tenants. And like I said, if you read the um, tenants themselves, um, 
it's like I say, it's like volunteering or, or putting an application out for the PTA or something like that. And it's, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if, if you want to call it, you know, sublimable as far as some of the words and what you're reading, or if you want to call it uh, suggestive in the essence of how does it uh, line up with your own spiritual beliefs or what you want to call it as far as it being a group or a cult, or, I mean, to me, it's just like the Church of Scientology or any other group like that, that, that brings a exactly. format of uh, exact exacting um, measures to uh, for it to become forward to your imagination or your mind. And from there, they, you are under the hospice of who their leaders are and who their teachers are at that time. Wow. I mean, it, you know, in Scientology, I've heard a lot of bad stuff about Scientology, you know, and what's, really strange is you hear more bad about Scientology than you do about the Church of Satan which is kind of crazy yeah I was in Portland Oregon and I went to the Church of Scientology and went inside and talked to those people and actually held the cones that they test you with as far as how you begin your um, appearance as a Scientologist and how they um, actually look at you and test you to start your schooling and, and your basically it's a religion by Ron L. Hubbard. And I ran from there as fast as I could. Wow. Well, you know, Tom Cruise is part of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, they yeah. are big and, on this. And, uh, Leah, Leah, Leah Remini. She's in there too. Yeah. She was, well, she was, yeah. She, she backed was. out and she yeah. exposed yeah. a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's some crazy stuff. Uh, James, are you on that satanic web, uh, website? Because you turn red every once in a while. I wondered. You do. You went, I am. Both of you went. <laughs> <laughs> both of you went <laughs> I am. Yeah, I just, yeah, I did. I, uh, I, I was wondering up. about that. And, uh, You're looking pretty eerie it's, there. It's something. To, it's something to look at. I'm feeling kind of eerie, you know, uh, um, <laughs> when I first presented this, uh, opportunity, I was like, shit, <laughs> should I do this or what? Danielle, um, are your eyes naturally red? About it, like, 10 minutes worth. I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it would be a, a badass opportunity to, to kind of dive into the taboo and dive into, you know, really out there, uh, with, with this group, because I mean, it's not like it's one or two places. It's everywhere. They're all over the place. And, and you know, the last thing I want to do is promote um, anything like this. But, you know, like I said, stay non-biased. And, and I don't want to talk today, you know, uh, would it be beneficial to do this kind of thing and go out and talk to these folks and maybe push somebody to that bringing you know the, the edge to where they fall over and say oh, i was on the fence and now yeah i think we should do this you know i don't want to do that so i'm thinking but, go but you know what and put the information out but you know uh, what james suggest anything and just you know leave the opinions to them to the people yeah you know what james here's the thing you know it's it's not like you're promoting people to go to this i mean people are adults they make their own choices all you're doing is putting out information as far as what's going on, what they're doing. And it's a person's decision what they do with themselves from that point forward. Exactly. 
You know, mm-hmm. we're not promoting, we're not saying it's bad, we're not saying it's good. We're saying, look, here's information that we found. You know, if uh and and not only that, but you gotta remember this is uh information into and into a world that a lot of people are terrified of. They're literally terrified mm-hmm. of this world. They're terrified of what could go on. You know, you see so much uh, Hollywood where you have people being sacrificed. You know, you've got uh, pentagrams and, you know, evil spirits and demonic spirits and demons and what have you coming around, you know. But is that necessarily the case? You know? Is that something that well, this actually takes place? Or is so this my whole, my whole point? Is this more uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, like it's, a regular religion where like you go to church and you go home? You know, is this mm-hmm. something that, you know, your belief no. system just strives, strives around? You know, I, this is I don't the regular religion. No. Um, what, what the thing I'm worried is. about is the about is is um you know putting out a, a broadcast or putting out a uh um interview and kids not so much kids that that Carmela uh, harris said it she's like oh kids between 18 and 20 are stupid but these kids that are you know 15 stuff like that on the fence these rebellious type you know kids you know, what do they see <clears throat> and say, oh, hey, man, this shit looks badass. What, that might be the thing for me. You know, that's the thing I'm, I'm concerned about. Um, adults, you know, 25, 30 on up can go, mm, that shit's kind of weird. I'm not, no, nah, fuck that. I ain't doing this. You know, um, that's that's the kind of thing. So you got to kind of, you know, get in there and, and do a good, clean interview, non-biased, put the facts out and disclaimer things um i think is a great opportunity to get in there if if we're allowed to to get in there and and really uh kind of dig in on what these people are about and uh you know i mean it's a religion just like anything else according to them it's a religion right and according to the law um so Mm -hmm. we can't go in there and be like oh you guys are weird we want to see what's about you guys we can't do that let let me ask go in there and say hey um what are you about let me let me ask you this james are you willing to put your name in a book when you sign in Uh, what do you mean on a book if you have to sign in or a guest no i'm not so so no i'm not so if i go there and the entry fee is 24 dollars, i give them a 20 and a five give me a dollar back they can keep it for a tip I'm not accepting anything from these folks. Not at all. The only but, thing but I want to come back what if, with is footage. But what footage if knowledge. you have to That's sign it. a guest book to get your foot in the door? That's what I'm asking you. What if then you I'm have to sign, sign Joe Biden? My name is Biden, and that's the name I'm going to sign right there. <laughs> I guess I could go in as Nancy Pelosi. I, I love that. that. <laughs> You know, I, I guess I could go in as Nancy Pelosi and Joe no, Biden. Was, what do you think? Not to get off subject, not to get off subject too much, but one day I took Sophia to Taco Bell, and when you go and you place an order, they ask your name. Sophia well, is my youngest one. She's seven. This guy gave his name as Hillary Clinton. 
<laughs> it was hilarious. Wow, he laughed the whole time he did it. And um, before we left, I said, okay, Miss Clinton, have a good day. And after he waved and he, he Well, said, what did he, did he get? A, not to get too political, but what did he get? He got a number four corruption with a side of uh, collusion and We'll save that for the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll but that. it was it was funny. But here's what concerns me about doing this: we have four teenagers in, in our house, you know. And That's it. I thought we had more than that. No, we have four. How many teenagers. kids you got here? Total? We have six kids six, here. Yeah, we okay. have four teenagers. They come out of everywhere, man. They do. It's like clowns coming out of a Volkswagen Beetle. You know, it's like but... turning on a light at a crack house, and all the roaches start scattering. <laughs> That's how my kids are. <laughs> But here's nothing, you know, <laughs> we go and we do this, we get this information and the kids know that we're going to do this. See this post on YouTube. Is it going to make them curious? Is it going to break well, them of their faith that we've instilled in them? That's that, my concern. That's a good point. And I think if we do a, a good, complete, thorough investigation and um, interview than any curiosity uh all the questions that they should have we should ask and i think that would put a period on the end of all that stuff right there i think you know that would end all be all right there if we if we come correct and we do the right interview and the right investigation i think we'll be fine. you know that'll that'll solve a lot of questions but you realize you know like i said i'm sure there's a guest book that's going to have to be signed they're going to know where we're uh, posting this they're going to come over and they're going to see it and they're yeah. going to know who you are you know there i don't i don't think there's a really a way around it as far as that goes yeah i don't think there's going to be any so, anonymity uh, you as know, far as that goes no mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I, you know i'm not i'm not looking to join up so if their if their communication is hey um well we need you to join up with us and blah 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 in order to do this then i'm out um, straight them out. I'm not joining this place, you know, to do an interview. Well, not join, not but what it. if it's just to a guest book? It. Hey, you broke up a little bit. I said not not join, but He's what if it's a guest join. book? Mm -hmm. Just a guest book. What are you? I think he uh, froze on us. Who else? What? Huh? Yeah, I think uh, James Rose. <laughs> Can you hear me? Now you're 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 there, but kind of barely. Okay, so what do you think, Eddie? Would you would you sign a guest book, or you know, what, what would you do? Um, I would probably sign the guest book. You know, um, real you know, name. But I I think I would probably sign it while I was saying a prayer. <laughs> right. Hey. Go get that cross. You know, sprinkle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sprinkle right. a little holy water on on my name while I'm signing Let me, it. Um, exactly. To give me some, give me uh, some more uh, information on this group, guys. Um, this is how powerful and litigating these people are, as far as with the state of Oklahoma and Arkansas. Okay, they had the statue of I. I guess this is called. Bahamut, B-A-P-H-O-M-E-T. Baphomet. <clears throat> yeah. It's called Baphomet. Right. Yeah. Uh, the statue has 
figured prominently in the challenges regarding the display of the Ten Commandments. They want their statue, and they got their statue right beside the Ten Commandments in Oklahoma and Arkansas. In 2014, they initiated a program called the, the Protect Children Project. Now, this is what these people are going after as far as on state litigation and everything else like that. Um, they're into Planned Parenthood. They're into different uh, Muslim refugee active activities. And um, then they go into what they do as far as on the pentagram ritual and after school for Satan, as far as kids that want to study this after school. And uh, that's what gets me. This is like a summer now, school. Like yeah, Satan. after school. I mean, you can you can get online and literally tag in and they will start teaching your children after school. Wow. And this goes right al wow. this goes right along with what they're doing as far as on the six thousand six hundred and sixty dollar scholarship for whoever the senior te uh, teenagers right now that can qualify for it. So this is a powerful uh, this is a powerful entity in itself as far as what what we're looking at as a group. That's insane. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so that's objective. I mean, is it insane to us? Insane to you know? Well, somebody? like it's, I mean, like you said before, it's, it, it's a taboo. It's a taboo issue. I mean, the, this is stuff that we are not used to or accustomed to. So therefore, it's insane. It doesn't mean that right. it's insane to everybody. You know. It's just like uh, right. these guys right. that marry their dolls, you know, and have their sex doll as their wife. I mean, yeah. I mean, how how insane is that? Weird. Yeah. It's uncomprehensible to us. That's fucking weird. That's jam. That's just weird. <laughs> but it's not weird to them. It's just beyond our comfort. Talking about sex dolls. Yeah. I, I'm aware that <laughs> it's not weird to them. It's weird to us. It's beyond our comprehension. But I mean, you know, they don't, they know, don't back or anything, you know. They, they don't. They can't do dishes or you know, cook anything either. But, you know, hey, they don't talk back. Yeah. You can do your own damn dishes. Hey. <laughs> so, um, Rick, what I was telling you about today about this, <laughs> about the, she's going to kill me with this cross right here, Rick. I, you oh, and I yeah. were talking about this today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the cross I was telling you about, and it's really hard to see, but all right here. This is difficult to hold and do this. So from here to here is that black residue I was telling you about. So fill you in, I had this cross, this came from my grandma and um, she passed away last year. And um, this is a cross that's made in Italy. It's It's got a metal uh, outside to it. And just the inside with the dark area you, you see right there is that dark stuff, that's wood. Um, it was laying on my counter on my bar in the house and I walked past it and there was a puddle about probably that's hard it's hard to put but about that big around of black stuff bleeding out of this cross uh there was nothing around there wow and the hell out of it the only thing the only thing i didn't do was take a picture of the actual puddle um from this cross and the stuff on the side is this is the residue from when well, no wait i'm backwards from here to here 
is residue. That that dark spot right there, that mm -hmm. dude from this cross when it was bleeding. And it was really strange to me. And I picked it up and wiped it all down, stuff like that. And then I put this thing on the spot bed um, mm -hmm. on my nightstand. And I didn't think anything of it until like several minutes later. I was like, damn it, I should have took a picture of that shit. What? You know, did, and it was just you, like uh, this black puddle. It was a little thicker than water, but it was it was thicker than water, but not as bad as syrup. You you should have had just that uh, analyzed. It was really. <laughs> well, I should have, and I probably still can because there's residue on the side. I'm looking at it right now. There's still residue on the side of this thing. At the time when that happened, my son was in the hospital. He had just had a seizure. Um, I know that you guys don't know this. My son has. Uh, and ovanus malformation in the left side of his brain. And then December of last year, he had gamma knife radiation to treat the AVM. Um, so he had just had a seizure. He was in the hospital when this happened. And I was at the hospital with him while I came home for a night and um, smears on the counter. We have granite countertops. And I saw the smear on the counter and I asked him what it was and he told me what was going on with it. So I finished cleaning and even on the Lysol white, it was really a thick, dark brown, almost like a, uh, like a, a weird, like a resin yeah. from, I don't even know from what, like a, like a resin. And, um, but it was like thick and it was sticky. Not, not like he's uh, not quite as, mm, not quite not as, as thick, thick as, the tree set but it was just but really was thick and dark brown and and i asked him what it was about and he told me and then when we told when we told Kristen about it mentioned that um a bleeding cross is a sign that god is in your that you know you have good spirits in your house like a stigmata so the only thing i think is yeah. maybe it was a sign that my son was going to be okay and thankfully he is you know, he hasn't had any seizures, so. I don't know if I can show you much detail on this thing, but looking at this cross, man, it's down here, that right there, that's mm -hmm. the crossbones. Huh. Right there. Whoa. You know, and there's there's other things on the back. This cross is over 100 years old. And on the outside, this is all metal, and the inside is wood. And yeah, then, probably, you know, probably all of them behind. Catholic. Yeah, it's probably yeah. olive wood. Very oh, yeah. Catholic. Oh, yes. Yeah, and wow. this is the one that started bleeding on the counter, and it's heavy. It's 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 probably a half a pound, and it's really small. I mean, just you can see it. I'd right like to here. get that. You know, I'd like to get that really stuff calm. analyzed, James. I, I probably should, and the skull and crossbones thing kind of throws me off. You know, it's right here on the bottom. And right. It's hard to tell. But, but still, to but get that analyzed, is, that would you know. say that would say a lot. I think we I think we should try and get that analyzed because that is something that I feel is very important that we do to uh, to make that happen to to get it analyzed so that we know exactly what it was that was coming out of that cross. And uh, I I know tonight's yeah, been kind of a long show with. Uh, back and forth with the internet problems but the hour has gone by and we are done no wow. yep it went quick once once I mean, the internet started working it did. 
So uh, let's and do some final so thoughts real quick. I, I, can, I can tell you about this thing. I'm sorry. Try again, Rick. Man. I say there's so much more that information that I've got on this church and on the uh, practices of this church. And it's just interesting. You wouldn't believe it. Wow. Well, Rick, uh, go ahead and do well, the final thoughts Eddie, concerning do that. We, do we? And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish well, up with that. Do we have topic. to hang up or are we, are we on a time frame have to hang up or what? Well, we're a little bit on a time frame right now and we're like way over because this is the third time that we've gone over it. But uh, okay. we can go a little bit longer. You want to go a little bit longer, Rick, and, and finish getting out Rick? what you got? Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, this church has been compared to Anton LeVay. I wonder if you guys, I'm sure, James, I'm sure you know who he is. And this is a, a first Antoine Sandor LeVay. Uh, yes, exactly. And they're button heads mm -hmm. as far as what's going on with the principles of who and what the church is to be and what it represents. Anton says that they are miles away from being the exact mask that this church is masquerading as Satanist and do not represent Satanism, but yet they're under the same hospice of his church and operating under the same 501c3 uh, chapter of being a religion. So there's a lot, there's a little infighting there as to who is control of this. It's a, it's a big, big conglomerate of people. Wow. And uh, legalistic, mm -hmm. uh, everything is going on with this church and everything. So it is something that, I mean, I find intriguing because I've studied um, religion when I was in college, not all the way from Mormonism to Catholicism to Hinduism, Zen, Buddha, all of it. And this was one topic that I steered clear because of like what you guys say, it was mm -hmm. taboo. I couldn't get anybody to talk to me about it. I couldn't get any information back then. Back in my day, we had the card library and that was about it. You know, you went to the library and you looked up a book mm -hmm. and, and, and that was my, yeah, that was my Google. <laughs> right. I remember yeah, those days. I was the same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know, Rick, I think uh, Antoine Sandor Levey. I think he okay. So I think he Bible the Satanic Bible. Uh, it's not nearly as thick as the actual Bible, but um, he got a lot of his information and he correlated with Kodic, uh, which was the it's the Satanic Bible from like the medieval age, uh, days. Medieval. Where I don't know. If you heard, yeah, I don't know if you heard the story of the. Uh, it was a priest that was condemned to die and he by the hand of satan had bible in one night and they studied this thing and the bible is literally around eight inches thick and it's a huge big piece of book you know it's a big ass thing and it's covered in skin and when when you they open it and look at it all of the lines in it and all of the text perfectly lined out everything is perfectly lined and I think mm -hmm. Antoine Sandor LeVay took a lot of his uh, scriptures from that, from the gang is coded from back then and transferred it into that because it's the devil's Bible. That's the original devil's Bible. And it's check it out. Uh, man, I, I can't remember the actual uh, link to this thing, but 
it's it's really interesting the uh the art they did on this thing and, and i call it art because the the, bro- the broadcast and the uh the production they did on this thing was art because they showed the priest he gets condemned he's in his dungeon he's wet the next day they're going to put him to death and he writes this entire freaking bible in one night and it's just it's it's amazing wow. you know just that um yeah and the uh the devil's bible you can still get this thing it's it's a book it's like i don't know it's probably about that thick you know just like this black book it's got a big pentagram on the front of it and um if you look up the invocation of satan i still remember what that is because i studied big time mm-hmm. uh in nami de nostres and that's the that's the invocation to satan right there in the beginning of this thing so when you open the first of this thing that's the first thing you see is the invocation to satan wow and i still remember that to this day yeah betty have you ever done any studying on uh, exactly who we are talking about as far as the figure called satan or lucifer not in it depth study no but i have studied uh demonology and we have uh used a lot of the knowledge that i've picked up on that on certain cases where we have dealt with uh, demonic entities in homes and uh let me tell you it's uh that's a totally different animal when you're dealing with something like that and it's uh it, it really it, it broke up an entire team that i was in uh when we were doing an investigation wow. in one place and uh one of the girls that was reading uh out of uh scripture as far as doing a uh an exorcism of the house uh passed out and i had to wake her up and carry her while she continued reading because i told her not to quit she started it she had to keep going she had to finish it and we went through the whole house and and it actually quieted things down but we found out later that the the owner of the house the lady uh kept invoking whatever was there to come back after we would leave and the whole reason Shit. that we were there was because of a 13-year-old girl who was having issues with a black shadow figure that was terrorizing her. And uh damn. It was a it was a really really bad case and we didn't realize that this lady was invoking this thing to come back. And uh on EVPs, I was picking up EVPs where this thing was saying my name on EVPs. Uh, at one, and this was before we realized exactly what we were dealing with. You know, we didn't find out what we were dealing with until later. And uh, on one of our investigations, it was the first one actually. I was sitting on the foot of the bed that belonged to the little girl, and I was like, "You like scaring little girls? Come scare me." You know, you're so big and oh, bad. Shit. You know, come scare me. You know, I'm here. You know, and nothing happened. But when we played the video back from that room while I was sitting there, you can hear a voice right after I said, you know, you like scaring little girls, come scare me. You hear a voice and it says, I'm so scared. Come across the videotape. Well, at the same time Mm. that that took place, there was a video camera on the bottom floor, which was in a living room. There was no no windows, no doors. Uh, that went outside it was a completely sealed off room other but it was a living room all it had was like uh these french doors 
that went into the kitchen on one end and a solid door that shut on the other. And so there was no shadow or light or anything that come through. Well, the camera was on one end facing toward the French doors uh, going into the kitchen. And on the, at the same time this was going on upstairs, you see a dark shadow figure come up out of the floor and it rises up and it literally, it blocks a lazy boy chair that was there where you couldn't see the chair as it came up. The chair was t totally blocked Damn. and it went right up through the ceiling where I was at in the little girl's room upstairs. And that happened at the same time we got that Whoa. EVP. And hmm. when we played that back to show the owner and to show the little girl, I asked the little girl, I said, is this what you saw? And when you see the shadow figure come up, you could see the head, you could see the shoulders, and you could see the cape. It was a shadow man. Okay? You couldn't see any eyes or anything like that, but you, it looked like a, a body with a cape on it as it went through. We measured from the floor to where the top of the head was, and this thing was approximately eight feet tall. And the room that we were in was probably Damn. a 12-foot ceiling. And it went straight up and through the ceiling and up into the through the floor where I was sitting upstairs at the little girl's bed. And That's demonic. So see, check this out. It gets, like it, it gets better. It gets better. I contacted John Zaffis, mm. who yeah. is the nephew of Ed and Lorraine Warren up in Connecticut. Exactly. And mm -hmm. I and I sent him the recordings, the videos, everything that I had. And he called me. And I was on patrol that day. I was in my patrol car. My phone rang. And I answered it. And he goes, hey, Eddie, this is John Zaffis. I was like, hey. I said, how's it going? I said, it's great to hear from you. And he goes, look. He goes, I just got done reviewing everything that you sent me. He goes, and I got to say, he goes, you are dealing with a demonic entity. You need to be very, very yeah. careful. And he goes, you're going to need to get the church involved. I was like, oh, piece of cake. There's one right, you know, right across the street from this house. It's a Baptist church. And he and he kind of giggled and he says, look, he said, it's not going to be as easy as you think. And I, was, and I asked him, I was like, what do you mean by that? He said, well, he goes, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, by the time you're done with this case, you're going to have a very different outlook on religion. And I said, how so? He said, they're not going to be as interested to help as you think they are, number one. And number two, mm -hmm. you're gonna, it's going to increase your faith by a, long, by, by a long way. And so I went over to this Baptist preacher that lived or, you know, where the church was across the street from that house. And I told him, I said, look, I'd like you to come over here and give the house a blessing. And he looked at me flat out and said, nope, not doing it. And I said, why not? He said, there's no way you're getting me in that house. He said, I know what goes on in there, and I'm not going in. And I looked at him. I was like, you know, I said, that's a pretty shitty attitude to have. I was like, when you're leading a church, I said, you know, I said, I said you're, you're really a piece of shit if you don't go over here and help these people. And mm -hmm. he said, I ain't doing it. And he goes, I'm sorry. He goes, I just can't. And I looked at him and I said, obviously you don't have the faith that 
you thought you did. I said, because anybody who cares about people and has enough faith, I said, would step foot in there. And so I went, I spoke to Monsignor over at one of the churches over here in San Antonio. And it's a Monsignor that I know real well. And I told him what was happening. He knows what I, what I, what I do. And uh, I went in uniform and I said, hey, can I borrow your computer? He goes, yeah. I said, I'm going to plug something in. I'm going to play some of this stuff for you. And I plugged it in and played him the audio, played him the videos, all that stuff. And he sat back in his chair and he looked at me. He said, he goes, honestly? And he has this serious uh, uh, Irish accent. He goes, he goes, I've got to tell you, Eddie. He goes, honestly, he goes, it's tough, scatters the shit out of me. And I was, and I said, well, hmm. it's like, what do you think about it? He goes, well, he goes, we got to have approval from the bishop. He goes, but we have no bishop over here at this time. He goes, all I can do, he goes, is to give you some relics to take with you and some holy water. He goes, and just, you know, go with God. And he loaded me up with holy water and some rosaries and crosses and uh, all kinds of stuff and told me, he goes, just be careful. He goes, and, and, uh, so I, we did the best we could. And I told him, I said, well, I said, it's kind of like sending the Boy Scouts out to do the job of the Marine Corps, you know, when you're dealing with this kind of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, we did the best we could. But, mm-hmm. but to get back to the story of the house and the little girl, we kept going back. Even after uh, we had one of our investigators uh, pass out and uh, we made her keep reading and everything quieted down and we had to go back. We went back three different times. Um we were unaware that this lady kept calling it back. And I got a call one day from the 13 year old and she told me, she goes, she goes, you don't need to bother coming back. And I was like, why not? I said, is it gone? She goes, no, she goes, but she goes, my grandmother keeps calling this thing back. And I was like, why? I was like, why Mm. would she do that? And she said, she likes the attention. And I was like, where's your parents? Uh, Wow. And she says, she says, well, I'm not sure I have their number, but they've left me here with my grandma. So her grandma's been raising her. So I got a hold of her parents and I told them, I told them who I was. And I told them, look, I said, if you don't go back and you don't go get your daughter and get her out of that situation, I said, I'm going to have CPS show up. I said, and we're taking her. I said, take your pick. I said, I'm not playing with you. I'm not joking around. I said, either you go back and you get your daughter from your, from the grandma I said, or I'm going to show up with CPS. I said, and we're going to remove her from the house. End of story. Yeah. Hell yeah. And they were, they were very adamant about Mm -hmm. going and they did. They went the very next day and picked her up and got her out of there. But that just goes to show that you never really know what you're dealing with in an investigation when it, something like that first starts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yep. That so was uh, we approach this thing the right way, you know. Yeah, I mean, this stuff right here, it's 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 nothing to play with. No, I wish I was down it's, there with you guys. Dark I'd, as hell. I'd, I'd be right there with you. No, oh, I know you would. I mean, it's dude, think about it. You know, hell yeah, you know, Rick, I mean, that'd be badass if you could come down. But dude, think about it. You know, we're not walking into an abandoned hospital. You know, not knowing what's what's in there you know oh well be something on the third floor something on the first floor you know it's not that we're walking into something that we know to be evil something though is you know fucked up 
for lack of better words, we know it's evil. We know that this is what they stand for. But since I think a lot of it is political, I think they, they have a strong political stance too. And so we know a little, little bit of political stuff, you know, we don't know much, but a little bit about political stuff. And um, so I think that would be okay too. You know, we can talk that, but you know, got to go in their guards up, but open-minded, open, totally open-minded, you know, and just get a feel for these guys and see what's up. Yep. And um, man, make a great, great content and, um, you know, see what happens. I mean, you know, like I told Rick, I'm like, so uh, if I piss them off, they want to sacrifice a virgin. Look, dude, I've been in rock bands. <laughs> you know, I can't even spell virgin. So <laughs> sorry, love. Wait, 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 virgin. wait. But it's, no, but hey, James, James, it's a ver- version from which end? Yes, sir. All ends. <laughs> no, dude, I'll tell you, I'll fight. When I fart, it squeaks. It's like, oh, then, then you're good to go. <laughs> Look how red he turned, Rick. No, not a butthole. Oh, I wasn't expecting that one. Rick, look how red he turned. <laughs> not I know, man. <laughs> His cheeks are glowing, red, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. That's funnier than shit, man. But no, I'm looking forward to oh it. I, I want to stay in touch with you guys and find out what you, what the progress is and where you're at on this um, investigation. And um, if if we can get Miguel and Renee uh, to go with you as far as equipment and um, suit up everybody and get over there and and uh j- j- find out you know see what they're all about and see what kind of invitation they give you guys absolutely rick final thoughts man let's go ahead and call it a night okay um i think that the with this being halloween we're seeing a lot of what they call the thinning of the veil um this is what transpires usually during this time and um i would i would urge caution and uh, be be well aware of what's going on around your surroundings from here on out because they know we're talking about them. I can guarantee you they know we're talking about they them. They always know. They always know. James? Man, I say we uh, go in with an open mind uh, with this thing like before, but... Like Rick said, with this, this the veil is shrinking and it's getting thinner. And um, if there's anything we can do from today all the way thirty first, as far as investigations go, whether it's get out of the house and go to a cemetery, go do that because you know what, man. Oh, and uh, what, man, I didn't even think about that. Today's oh shit! You know what, Eddie? We don't pass up the fifteenth on the uh. Yeah, but we you know we fifteenth only we, uh, we haven't uh, we haven't uh, received anything from anybody, so we have nothing to show yet. So yeah, we didn't pass that up. Damn it! And I, I draw myself. I, I totally okay. Yep. So we have to reestablish that, man. Uh, maybe that'll be a Halloween special. I mean, that's on a Saturday, right? Halloween. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that'll be a thing, but. Um, yeah, I think, you know, between now and Halloween, go out and do some just uh, investing on, on anything. You know, hell, if you got free time at 
nine, 10 o'clock at night, go out in, the, in a graveyard somewhere or a mausoleum or something like that and just do recordings, an EVP by yourself, you know, anything. Just get out there and do something and, um, you know, we'll make it a point to do that tomorrow. And uh, We're going to do that, James. We find, we're going to go yeah. to the cemetery. Yeah. We're going to go to a cemetery yeah. and do EVP work. And and I've got an event coming up with a, one of an old theater. We're going to call it Booze and Brews and tell ghost stories and talk about the paranormal. Cool. Sounds like a plan. When and where, man. Give me a time and a place. I'll show um, 25th, <laughs> Wellington, Kansas. <laughs> okay. That's a lot, brother. <laughs> There's actually a, a, a cool little small cemetery a few miles from here. Um, Elizabeth Brown, I think, is the name of it. So I passed by it the other day, and that may be something that we can go and check out. It's you, really old and really, it's small. When you say cool, though. Well, I mean, you know, it looked cool. All right. So. All right. <laughs> Well, sounds good. Well, guys, All right. we have seven new followers, and we have seven new followers on Paranormal Analytical, and um, two other people that are wanting to comment on our show. So we're doing good. Awesome. Well, everybody, you take care. It's been a pleasure tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. I know we had a lot of uh, internet issues at the beginning, but we were finally able to get through the entire show and and a little extra. Uh, we apologize for all the the. the uh, cutouts that we had but for whatever reason I'm, i have a feeling it had to do with our topic tonight uh, i don't know why but um we've got uh, yeah yeah exactly james is still red in the cheek so he's still uh i think blushing from our <laughs> little comment that we had and uh but i pre- <laughs> i appreciate you being with us tonight james and rick thank you so much brother it's always a pleasure to have you on here and do yeah. go out Try and get some EVPs. Check out some of the different areas. But be very careful. Like Rick said, veil is thinning because of Halloween. So use caution. And uh, do a quick little cleansing before you head home. Don't let nothing follow you because that's always ends up bad. But uh, take care, everybody. Good advice. Be safe. We love you guys. And uh, see you next week. All right. Thank you, guys. Peace out. See you, James. Later, brother. <laughs>